everybody! Welcome oh. to, uh... I didn't introduce you yet. Wait. Oh, sorry. I'm just doing my intro here. I'm so excited to be so the same room. There we are. That is true. We are together. We are together for the uh, first time in a while. It seems like a really long time. Really long time. About a month, I'd say, right? How is that? that? Dastardly wedding that we had to go to. That's that, that, that threw us off. bastard. Yeah. It, it, really, we have... Now that you think about it, we have not been together in almost three weeks. Uh, because two weeks ago was the snowstorm. Yep. And we couldn't get together. And the week before that was the wedding. Wedding. And the week before that, so four weeks. Yeah, it was almost four weeks. Huh. Yeah. So, but we are back. We are back. We're together. The balls are back in the ring. Yes. In Tom's garage. We put a little rope around us, yeah. so we are in the ring. <laughs> um, this is going to be our last uh, show for November. Well, technically, when this comes on, it'll be Oh, it December. will be. It will be December. So, our be. first December show yes. we have Merry right Christmas, now. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, fuckers. <laughs> um, you excited about it, Joe? You know something? I'm actually really, really looking forward to Christmas this year. This time last year, I was pulling uh, my hair out. And um, really, Why is really that? stressed because I was in uh, <laughs> wedding mode at this oh, point there last you. year. Yeah, I was a couple weeks away and... Um, I really didn't do anything for Christmas last year because I was so wrapped up in the wedding that, like, we, me and my wife decided, like, you know, we're not going to do Christmas presents to everyone because, like, we've got so much shit going on. So we kind of just uh, really didn't get in the holiday mood. I mean, the exception of some Christmas movies like Home Alone. But uh, so this year I'm all, I'm diving the Christmas, like, uh, head first. I'm ready. Bah humbug. That's what I say. You're a fucking I, I, re- I really am. I am a Grinch. You I hate Christmas that much? I, I really don't like any holidays except for Super Bowl and Halloween. Those are those are my two. Wow. Those are my two. You don't like Thanksgiving? No, hate it. Oh, Thanksgiving's probably one of my the least favorites of mine. Then we get to eat. And you I, love to eat. I do love to eat. I don't know if we talked about this. We did. We talked about it last week, our favorite sides. But did I say what I cooked for Thanksgiving? Yeah, hamburgers. Huh. That's right. I'm so... You obviously don't listen back to our show. <laughs> I know. I, re- I honestly, I really don't. I don't. I have not listened since before I broke my leg. I have. I'm. I'm like probably twenty five episodes oh, behind. Really? No more, well, maybe you should because that's a download for an episode that you're not downloading. Yeah, that's true. But um, I don't listen. Um, and I forget things. I'm very forgetful. Uh, I will say I. I do. I. I have to listen back. Yeah. I listen back multiple times because I have to edit. Yes. Um, and then I I throw things up Saturday morning with the hashtags, so I got to mm-hmm. hashtag stuff that's in the episode and make sure it's correct. So I'm I usually listen Saturday morning before I post it. I'll I'll kind of listen through. Sometimes I'll I'll do it Friday and take little notes when I have the hashtag. So I I'm pretty on top of my bulls in the ring uh, knowledge. Effort. Yeah, knowledge. There I guess you, you could say. Yeah. Me, yeah. I just. I do it and I'm done. Yeah. You're such a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Joe does everything after after Thursday and then Tom takes a break. Yeah, I, I, gotta, I gotta come up with all the good material. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the material man. We really do, like, take two different sides. Like, we split everything kind of down the middle. Yeah, there's definitely... No one is, I think, the... Um, the lead in this. There's definitely... A, it, we're both, like, pro- 50, co-producers. 50. Yeah, 50, it really 50 is. on this. Like, you're more, like, in front of the, like, I guess you could say, in front of the camera kind of yeah. guy, and I'm the behind-the-scenes kind of guy. I do a lot of the, uh, the R&D for it, for the shows. Yes, yeah. Um, and a lot of the social media where you do all the technical stuff. Yeah, I guess, so, it evens out. It works out very well. So, like, if the third person did come in, 
We're, we're, we're they doing. would be they would be like a silent partner. They really would, I guess. <laughs> Which really wouldn't work well for a podcast. So. Yeah, no, no, um, it really wouldn't. But like I said, with December coming, like I said, it's uh, it's, it's an exciting time of the year for certain people. Again, I'm not one of them. Um, but we will get in the Christmas a little. I think a little bit more as the as the year goes on, if you will. Year goes on. It's like there's a month left in the year. Well, you know, the season goes on. I should have said. We should, I, well, we're going to do a Christmas episode. I'm oh, absolutely. Imagine. The last, uh, oh, not the last, the last Saturday before Christmas, we'll have a Christmas episode. Okay. I'm we calling did. it, right? Because I am 50% shareholder there of Bulls in the Ring, so I'm calling it. There you go. Right. Do you, do you have your uh, tree up yet? No. Um, we did not put the tree up yet. Real or fake? Unfortunately, fake. Okay. No more talking. We'll get into that later. Okay. So you, 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 I'm, I'm spitballing here, but I'm... not not because I wanted to. Oh, you to like it real? I love real trees. They're all right. We'll, we'll yes. discuss we, we that on Christmas. We can't, we can't get into it in three weeks. Yes, <laughs> stay tuned for the, the rest of that conversation. We gave you a teaser. We gave you a little <laughs> teaser right there. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, let's get on to uh, maybe a different subject. Okay. Um, kind of something big for a lot of people happened this week, and that was SpongeBob is dead. Well, let's clarify. He is not dead. The guy who created SpongeBob is dead. Close enough. Steven Hill, uh, Hillenburgs? Hillenburgs. Hillenburgs. He died. Um, what did he die of? It has to be. Not wanting to live anymore. He killed himself? No, I'm just saying. His <laughs> body just said, ah, I'm tired. <sighs> Again. We really don't research for this show. <laughs> Yeah, I should do more. It shouldn't be really. I'm doing the research and development. It's more like I'm just doing the development. I, I don't. Guess I don't. So. I, re- I research nothing for we this. We do work full time, so we yeah. kind of have an excuse. Like I yeah. had a busy fucking week at work, so uh, I kind of. You didn't have a busy week at work. <laughs> you, I, I kind of gave you a hint on what I did this week. Oh, we got. We'll talk about that. Yeah, that, that that's show. that's that's off the air type um, uh, things. But yeah, I had a very big week this week. Um, well, let's not get into it. Uh, no, you can't technically. No, <laughs> no, not really. Tom got a. I'm a I'm Tom a CIA got... operative. <laughs> we, if you people hear this, I'll have to kill you all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He died from the uh, ALS. Oh, all right. So not enough. You did an ice bucket challenge a couple of years ago because now he's dead because of all of you. Oh, well, I blame myself because I did not do it. I also didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, yeah, he died. It really is. That show. Do you watch SpongeBob, or have you ever watched SpongeBob? You have kids, so I'm sure you. They they would put it on now in the game. Yeah, it's, um, it's a good show. It's I mean it's not it's a show for I think kids and adults can kind of yeah. It's like a typical Nickelodeon Nicktoon. Yeah, kind of like where we were talking about Teen Titans Go. Um, when was it? A few weeks ago, if not last week. Um, Big Papa. That was like two months ago. Was it? It was that long ago. Oh yeah. Again, not up on my shows. No, you really but, aren't. Um, the one thing I do like about Spon- Spongebob is the same thing they do with Teen Titans. They will have the cartoon, and all of a sudden he'll say something, and they'll cut to, like, not cartoon anymore. I know what you're talking about, because so, uh, Ren and Stimpy used to do that, too. Yeah, I, I always like that in a cartoon. Yeah. It, it's it's a little breakup, it's a little refreshing, mm-hmm. so I, 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 like I do that. like that when they do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, you think about it, there are what I consider iconic children's people. You know, you have... Sesame Street. You have the Muppets. You have Barney. Characters, you mean? Yeah. Well, like, if you will, franchises. Right. That 
like everyone knows, and they're kind of um, synonymous with that time frame. Right. Barney, SpongeBob is one of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think he's been he's been the show's been on for I think two ninety nine it premiered. Yeah. Ninety nine two thousand. So you're talking about almost two decades. Yeah. I mean, other than The Simpsons and South Park, oh, I guess there's a few, but not not a lot of shows can say that. No, and not at all. It, it, it's I mean, it's I mean, it's a good. I haven't really watched it in the last several years, but like a lot of those early episodes, I remember watching, and they're, they're it's a pretty good show. Yeah. Um, a lot of the people from that show came from another show I used to watch on Nickelodeon called um, Rocco's Modern Life. You ever oh, watch that? Yeah. Is that the one with the dog? Isn't he a dog? He's a wallaby. Oh. He's a, yeah. But he looks... He looks doggish, dog-ish but he's a wallaby. Yeah. And his friend's that big fat cow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah heifer. So anyway, a lot of those guys came from that show... Really? ...into Spongebob, yep. The guy who plays Spongebob was a vo- was the hef- was heifer, the big fat cow. Okay. Yeah. Learn something new. Oh, yeah, Boom, dropping knowledge on you people. Damn right. That's what we're here for. And if you already knew that, he's dropping knowledge on me. So at least someone <laughs> listening to this... Right now, I got smarter. That's right. So, uh, rest in peace, Steve. And uh, we're sorry about the ALS. And yes. That sucks. Next next challenge, we'll do something. Yes, in your right. memory. Yes. Maybe. Not a nice book. I'm not pouring any cold water on no. my head. No. Not doing that. Um, switching gears. We do have a uh, we do have a special episode. We explained that last week. And um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll dip our toe in the water before we fully dive in. And, well, it'll make sense as we get to it. But, um... Last week, I uh, there's a new there's a new restaurant that opened. It was actually an older restaurant okay. that closed down, um, and then it got bought and it re- they redid everything. It got reopened. Okay. So, I wanted to go there for cocktails to see what it was like in there. See if it was still the old decor things along those Where lines. Where is this? This would be in Pine Island. Oh, and Jolly Onion is now reopened. Oh, they opened it. Huh? They reopened it. <clears throat> okay. So, I call up. Uh, Jeff and his uh, new bride. I'm like, yes. you want to meet me over there for a few cocktails? Yeah, we'll meet you there. So I didn't get a call. You are about an hour away. I am not an hour away. I'm a half hour away. You're going to drive over the mountain? How do you know? You never know. What day was this? Saturday. Saturday. I was around. That's a lie. I swear <laughs> to God, I was. I was around. Well, then, if you're here, you need to let me know. I wasn't in, I wasn't in town. Yeah, though. see? So... <laughs> So, so now I'm a half hour away. I don't exist anymore except on, on Thursdays when it's time to record. Uh, hold on. All right, Tom is on a phone call. So. And, uh, oh, he hung up. All right, so you're off the phone. And you know what? I, you are 30 minutes away. You are 30 minutes away. Hold on. But I While you're on the phone for that minute, I kind of remembered something. You actually did ask me if I was around Saturday. Oh, that's right. And I wasn't supposed to be, and I so I apologize. Oh, see, see. So I apologize. Okay. I uh, my wife actually was sick, so I kind of was with her on Saturday, but I'm sorry. See, there you go. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. I uh, you you're did, forgiven. You, you did ask me if I could hang out Saturday, and I yeah. said no. I was supposed to do something else. Okay. We were supposed to go out for my wife's birthday. All right. And uh, we didn't, so but uh, okay, I apologize. All right, see. Back to what you're talking about. We were gonna, all right. We were gonna go to it. We yes. were gonna go to the Jolly Onion. Yes. Ends up being too packed. Jeff doesn't like crowds. This is a guy who danced on a fucking bar in in uh, Long Island with a sombrero on his hat, singing like fucking crowds. Journey. Yeah, I, I don't know. 
I but can't whatever. wait to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> might be sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, we end up going to um, the bar that's right up the road for me. Uh, family owned. So we were there and um, got to hang out with his uh, newlywed bride. Mm-hmm. So we were hanging out. And I find this very funny. And there's two ends of the, the chicken wing spectrum, if you will. Okay. You are on one wing. You are on one wing of the chicken wing spectrum. How am I? All right. What spectrum is that? That is how people eat chicken wings. Okay, but what spectrum? What part am I at, though? You are at the what I would consider the Neanderthal <laughs> end of the spectrum. Why is everyone gonna make fun of me eating chicken wings? This is my theory on chicken wings. Okay. I'm getting every last fucking bit of that, of that chicken off the wing. Like my. My wife... You gnaw the bone till you get to the marrow. Oh, yeah, damn right I do. <laughs> I, d- I fucking do. And, and I'm getting my money's worth. Oh, you did. I see people, like, they eat the chicken wing, but they leave, like, the top of it and the bottom of it. So it's like, you get, like, all that meat. That's wasted oh, we will, meat. Oh, we will, we will talk about that. So I mean, am I wrong eating every fucking no, piece no, of chicken? No, no, you're not. You know what? That little, that little chicken... He at least, you know, he had a purpose. To exactly. be completely consumed. I am not you sorry are like how a, I You eat. are like a cartoon caveman. <laughs> you stick the big piece of meat in your mouth, and you do that with multiple things, and you pull it from the bone, and all that is left is the bone. There's not a there's not a sliver of flesh on that. You know, I, I'm going to start becoming self-conscious how <laughs> I eat chicken wings. I didn't think anyone really Oh, I, trust me, I've noticed it. I've noticed that from... The first time I ever saw you eat a chicken wing. I'm never eating chicken wings with yeah. anybody ever again. You eat everything. The other end of the spectrum <laughs> is what I would maybe consider the uh, the Queen Elizabeth of eating a chicken wing. You don't want to get your hands dirty. You don't want your lips burning. And that is Jeff. Jeff takes a nibble out of the chicken wing and is done. I look at it and I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. He spent $12 on like maybe a mouthful of fucking... You know, chicken wing, and the rest goes out the the, the plate. Mm-hmm. Wow. He don't eat nothing on it. Okay. It's just it's very uh, very wasteful, I guess, if you will. I see. All right. You know, like I said, you uh, you are definitely like I said the the caveman, and he is the <laughs> he is the proper lady. He is the proper lady of eating chicken wings. You know. <sighs> I really wish you didn't point this out on the fucking <laughs> podcast because now everyone's going to pay attention to how I eat wings if hey, they haven't already. I, you know what? I, I consider myself pretty good at cleaning the bone off of them, but you take it to another level, and I commend you for that. I Thanks. I, I look at it, and I'm like, you are like an artist doing this. Yeah. So. Okay, well, thank you. Know. you. Yeah. Like I said, if Thank I ever you. need you to dispose of a body, I know there will not be a fucking ounce of flesh on there. Why, well, because I'll eat it? <laughs> you might. You might. Great. You'll be like, uh, what's his you. name? You'll be like uh, Jack Black. We hate him alive. <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> so, like I said, I commend you on your chicken, weeding, chicken wing eating prowess. Yeah. So. All right. Well, speaking of eating, we have a very special guest. Yes. All right, and uh, like I said, last week we were uh, talking, we had something very exciting planned for everyone. Um, As everyone knows, I'm a big Bravo fan, and um, we are speaking with uh, Southern Charm, New Orleans head, best chef, Benny Poppins. Well, hello, that's very flattering. Hey, Benny. How are you you doing? Good, good. Good. So, uh, I got Tom and Joe. Yes, you do. (laughs) 
Okay, cool. Well, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know how how much you you follow Bravo. I, I'm learning right now. I'm flattered um, that you got in touch with me, and um, I'm excited to answer any questions you may have about what I do here in New Orleans and and how how involved is the show and how involved with the show I've been and how much it's impacted my life. So whatever you have, shoot, shoot. But, Come at me. All right, not a go. problem. We uh actually it was just a hair under a year ago. Um, we were actually in New Orleans. Yes. Um, so we were down there. So like I said, we do love the city, and like I said, I, I do watch the show. I, I do uh, I do love that. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna be a little uh, prejudiced, I guess you could say, when I say this, but I do like New Orleans the best out of the out of the series on that because to me, you guys are a little bit more real, if you will. You know, it's not good. Authenticity is important, I think, in general. You know, and, you, and people can can pick up on that. You know, so I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm excited to hear that. Go ahead. No, no, not a problem. Um, I mean, you want to uh, tell us a little about yourself? You know, um, did you always grow up in, uh, or did you grow up in New Orleans? Things along those lines. Um, um I was born uh, in Algiers, which is part of New Orleans, across the river. It's uh, the West Bank, Algiers Point. Anyway, I was born there, and I lived uh, I lived in New Orleans for until I was ten, and I relocated relocated to um, North Carolina. So I have some formative years there, but I was always drawn back to New Orleans. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I was uh, nineteen, I came and worked on a um, on a steamboat. It was the Delta Queen Steamboat Company, hmm. and it was something that my Mom, I'm sorry, my, my father, my aunt, and my uncle had all worked for this company. So it was just kind of natural for me to fall into that. All right, cool. And, and, and ever since then, I just kept, I just kept being gravitated towards New Orleans. And I, I've been back for a while now, for about six years. And I, it just it makes sense for me to be here, you know? All right. Nice. Um, was cooking always your passion, or did how did you kind of fall into that? waiting tables at nighttime, so I wasn't cooking, but I've been in the service industry and I've been around food uh, forever, since I was a teenager, and, um, but I've enjoyed cooking when I was living in New Orleans as a child. My grandfather was a country boy from Louisiana who just knew how to season and knew how to flavor, and so I was always mimicking him. So at a young age, I was always passionate about it, and I, was, I would always play around, but I always thought I would be jaded working in a kitchen in a restaurant. So I stuck to the front of the house. However, Nikel didn't have a chef one night. Uh, her chef was out of town or something, and I had just lost my job waiting tables. And she's like, hey, can you cook? I'm like, yeah, I can cook. I mean, I knew I could cook, but I didn't know what caliber she was looking for. But they loved it, and I was cheaper than her chef, so I just kind of did that instead of going back to the restaurants and then applied whatever I learned from being a waiter um, whatever I learned from the chefs, I applied that, and I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. Very nice, wow. very nice. Right place, right time, huh? Yeah. Exactly, yeah, I fell into it. It's very organic. Wow. It's really cool. Now, you said that you just kind of, like, got a, a shot off the street, you know, so to say, with cooking. Did you end up, after getting the bug like that, um, end up going to any schools, anything along those lines? No, but that's something I would like to do. I, I think it's, it's, it's imperative to keep learning, you know? And to stay fresh and to um, 
bring on new information, new techniques, new flavor profile. So it's something that I, I would like to do. Um, but as far as as far as I'm, it goes right now, I've just I've been getting more clients via word of mouth here in New Orleans, and I just kind of adapt to each of my clients' palates or their dietary restrictions. You know. However, I'm I'm not so I'm not so arrogant arrogant to say that I sh- probably I probably should take some classes, but that will be in due time, I believe. You know. Ah, oh, perfect. Hey. We are, uh, we're actually, what, maybe about 45 minutes from Poughkeepsie, I yeah, would say? Yeah, about that. Uh, you, the CIA is right around the corner yeah. from us, so. <laughs> said you kind of were always around that you know with your grandfather things along those lines was there anything like as a kid or you know in a young adult that you would make for your family that they were like this kid's got a talent you know what i uh i <laughs> my mom i don't know there's this one thing my mom, my mom used to like uh, she it was like a broccoli slaw and i would get like some bacon and balsamic vinegar and i was probably like my late teens you know it was just like a side i would saute that all together and they really liked it. I worked for some Greeks at one point, and so I was playing around with um, with uh, taropita or spanakopita, as well as well as baklava, and so it's a lot of phyllo dough. So I was playing around with that. And my grandfather, before he died, he's like, "Hey, you should probably go to school for this." So yeah, I've heard that. You know, as I the more I played with food and the more I presented it to my family, you know, it wasn't something I did all the time, but it was something I would definitely do periodically because I learned. I was always learning from other restaurants I worked at. You know. So yeah, I heard England, you know, I heard people, you know, hint at it, but I never really pursued it. It, it was like something I just, I just people in the back of the house can be so jaded, and I've worked in the back of the house, and I understand why, and I was trying to avoid becoming so cynical with food, and I feel like had I gotten to a, a big, a, a big um, you know, to the whole back of the house system of restaurant, you know, career, I, it might have jaded me, or it might have it made me even more passionate. I don't know, but it's really hard back there in the kitchen. I mean, really hard. And I, I didn't want to be jaded, you know? Hmm. All right. I think I have more passion for food because of it, honestly, because I have more patience and I take my time with it and I put love into it. A lot of times people get cut and burnt and they get they get all soggy and they don't get paid well. And it's just like, I, it kind of is depressing, but I really, I'm really inspired by those who have worked their way through the trenches and have been able to design menus for restaurants and become, you know, chefs. Right. I mean, I, it, it blows my mind, the, um, the perseverance and the, and the strength, you know, that a lot of chefs go through. I, I feel like, I feel like I've been really blessed and fortunate. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I've worked my ass off throughout my life and I still am. Yeah. But I'm in an awesome position to ever, to, to where I can, you know, to where I can, throw myself as a chef, which is, I still feel kind of funny saying it, you know, I've only been doing it for three and a half years where I've been cooking for a living, and I'm still learning, and I'm still wow. trying to establish myself, but I'm on a good trajectory here in the city, and I'm hooking up with the right people, so I have to say I'm, I'm very fortunate in that, 
That's that's a like a meteoric yeah meteoric rise for you. <laughs> it's, no, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't even pursuing it. You know, I yeah. wasn't even pursuing it. But I've always cooked for my friends and family, and I've always shown love, and I've always I've always you know taste your food before you serve it. So I'm, I've always been good about tasting my food. You know. Is there uh like a favorite meal you like to cook and or eat? Like what's like your uh, what's your go to? For myself or for for, for, for like if, if you're like yeah else. if you're like trying to impress somebody that's coming over for dinner like what's your go-to meal that's gonna really wow them? Oh, you know I'm, I think I'm still <laughs> trying to find that. Um, I do know that you know, Nicole loves it, and I, I I've done a lot of private dinners this summer okay. and this fall with shrimp and grits. Like it's something that I've I've taken from New Orleans and from the Carolinas because it's normal it's a it's a low country South Carolina dish initially. But, you know, we've adopted it here, and, you know, I grew up on grits and seafood. And so I make it, I put a little more of a Louisiana twist, and people tend to go crazy for that. Nice. And, I, and I've, I've made it my own. I've used different ideas from different recipes and made it my own. Hmm. I also, um, I don't know, who's all y'all? I, I don't know. I'm really strong with the shrimp and grits, but I've been really, I've been just really good with the gumbo, like the, the classic, you know, Cajun foods like gumbo and etouffee. I've been really, I've been actually proud of that too but I don't know if you look at my most recent um, post on Instagram which is uh, Benny Poppins Nola on Instagram uh, my most recent post I don't post as much as I should but I will be getting better <laughs> at that but there's this like, seared New York strip that I did there's like a brown butter and like this cauliflower mash that I made I put like some goat cheese and some parmesan and I think it's delicious and I think it's really beautiful and if you check that out I think I, I would like to pull that out if I was trying to impress somebody but I don't know it really just depends on what people like I always try to adapt to specific palettes you know that New York strip sounds fabulous actually <laughs> no, I feel like this I feel like rosemary and sage like a brown butter that just went over and like this I've like people have been going crazy about cauliflower so I like got this purple cauliflower and just you know cooked it down a little bit and put a little bit of yeah, we just pulled. Yeah, we just we're just looking at the picture now, and yeah, it's really pretty. I think you know, I really like that one. And if you know us too, we we like eating. Y'all do, huh? Oh yeah. Bright flavors, lime, jalapeno. <laughs> these are fun flavors to play with. You 
all right. I mean, you're getting into the ingredients, things like that. You mind doing a quick, uh, like, rapid-fire uh, questionnaire right here? Okay, I hope. I've had a long day. I'll try to be starved. All right. Um, <laughs> if we could do maybe the most overrated and underrated on these next categories. Okay, so I don't know how well versed I am. I'm just full on it, okay? All right, not a problem. Um, most overrated food, most underrated food? Uh, here in New Orleans or just in general? For you, what what do you like? What is your what's the one thing you love cooking? What's the one thing you hate cooking? Things like that. What do you consider, you know? And then even maybe like right now, like um, I guess in society you could say like kale was big for a while and avocado toast, all that. Like what's yeah. <laughs> like what's a good, maybe most overrated, underrated fad food, if you will. Not a problem. Okay. Um, okay. What would you consider is the most overrated, underrated ingredient? Like if you go into your, you go into your, uh, your cabinet. What, what's the one thing you love throwing into a meal that gives it that little extra, you know, zing or makes it that a little more special? Or and what's the one that you're like, I'm tired of seeing tasting this in my in my food, or not your food, but when you when say if you go out to eat. Okay. You know, I'm surprised a lot of people with center. I don't know. Somehow I can make it work with savory and with sweet, hmm. and and I, it, I don't know. It's I use it more than I it's cinnamon or allspice. Those, I don't know. I just throw them in everything. It's kind of crazy. Not everything, but it can adapt to a lot of things. Um, let's see. Overrated. Uh, coconut oil. Hey. Yeah, my uh, my wife uses coconut oil with everything. I'm really tired of it, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. It's a lot of coconut flavor, and sometimes you don't want that. And then also, I don't know, I think it's versatile, but it's, you don't, you, you, sometimes you want an oil that's not going to impart that, that its own flavor, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah, you, I'm with you on that. It's it's way too overrated. <laughs> See, I'm, for as much as I cook, I've never used it once. Really? Never used it's it It's like once. a healthy alternative to, like, uh, uh, olive oil. Yeah, they well, say, yeah. Look at me, I'm, I'm not healthy. <laughs> it, has, it has a higher smoke point, too, so you can fry it more so, you know, than other oils. But it, even when you fry it, it's still going to give you that coconut flavor. It's like, yeah. you know, I, I don't, I'm not opposed to it, but not everybody likes coconut oil or yeah, coconut I, flavor, you know? So. All right. Um, I guess we can maybe get into the the worst side of cooking. What is, what's been your worst experience in the kitchen? And it doesn't have to just be you. Um, you know, I have to say the worst experience I have in the kitchen is usually when Nicole is in there and she tries to come 
and do her own thing, and all it does is make a mess, and then she doesn't complete the job, and so I have to work around the mess, and then I ultimately have to finish whatever she started. All right. That happens, that happens at least two or three times a year, so. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, we'll maybe shift gears now. We'll get into the meat and potatoes of what I really want to know right now. Like I said, big Bravo fan. You know, real men watch Bravo. And I got to know, how has your life changed since being on the show? Um, it hasn't changed drastically. Um, you know, I've got a few more Instagram followers. <laughs> um, it's definitely galvanized me as a chef here at Canada as far as my reputation. Um, you know, I started with Nikel four years ago as an assistant. And then, you know, a little more than six, about six months later, I became a chef, you know? And since then, I've gotten you know, three or four, even five, you know, three or four more clients, you know? Probably five, actually. I work for different friends, but it's all been word of mouth. So what it is is now when I go out and I see my clients' friends, I try to introduce myself, and they're like, oh, I know who you are, okay? So in that subtle way, I've started to build a reputation, and it's, you know, from being on the show, but it's also like I work with a lot of the, a lot of cool people in town that do, you know, that involved with the community, you know? So when I go to these functions and I'm recognized, it's like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm, be, you know, I'm, be, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more of a presence here, a little, I'm becoming a little more established bit by bit. So I feel, like, confident that even though I fell into cooking a little over three years ago, that I could probably be doing it for the rest of my life here in New Orleans if I wanted to. All right. Um, I just, it's galvanized to the reputation that I... I the, the little reputation I had has become galvanized because of the show. Perfect, perfect. Now, I mean, like I said, you are in a, you are in a place where people love to travel, fun party atmosphere, things like that, um, and gaining the notoriety like you said you did now. Um <laughs> Other than the guys, you know, guys and gals on the show, has any other Bravo uh, celebrities, any other celebrities come down and, and seek you out to, um, you know, have you cook for them? You know, has Andy been there? Anyone like that? No, I haven't gotten to that, that, that status yet. Um, but I, I believe if there's another season or two, if there's another season or two, I'll start creeping into people's... Um, uh, hope so because like i said i do love the show as, as the <laughs> you think they're gonna pick it up for season two um i'm thinking so yeah good 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 <laughs> that, that that put a smile on my face because like i said i i thoroughly enjoy the show well, so good good yeah i mean I don't, season two i don't I, I won't be a main player but i'll probably make a little cameo or something you know perfect perfect Now to get you in trouble with the guys, I got I got to throw this question out. Out of Jeff, Justin, John, Barry, you cook them, you know, food. 
who would win in just being able to eat as much as, of your food as they could? See, I, I would have went with John. You know, little guy, slender. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, you know he's got, you know he's got a metabolism. You know he's eating all day. I know. Yeah, that 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 was going to be my dark horse in it, but you know, yeah. Jeff being the football player, I was like, he he should have, he has the uh, the credentials, if you will. But John would have been my John would have been my pick. Yeah, didn't that make sense? That makes so much sense. Well, look, let me talk. Actually, so we said I said overrated might be cauliflower, even though I've been really enjoying cauliflower recently. actually uses that a lot so all right yeah, yeah. I, I use the, the chicken all the time but they you know they have beef they have you know mushroom they have veg, vegetarian yeah. vegetable they have uh like crab or lobster flavor they have ham flavor i mean oh really i didn't know about the lobster and crab flavor they, yeah i use that for a sheet crab soup i actually made a sheet crab soup on the swamp book or it's my first time making it but i had tasted it several times so i knew what i was going for right but i used instead of like a, a fish stock or Crab stock. I use a little bit of a, a little bit at a time, a little bit of, of their lobster better than bullion. You're making me hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to derail, but I wanted to come back and at least have something for that because better than bullion helps me out. A That's lot. good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check it out now since I'm the one who cooks in this house. Um. I guess we'll circle back because, like I said, we, we did mention earlier that we were, a little over a year ago, we were in um, New Orleans. Loved it there. Had a had a great time. Um, probably a little bit too good of a time with my liver hurting still. But, um... We, you know that we have, it's like the, the biggest liver center. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but... What would be, I mean, there are some classic restaurants there. If you were to, if they were to offer you, you know, a job, what would be the restaurant there that you would want to, you would want to work with and be associated with and, and have your name on their marquee, if you will? Cool. Um, well, there's, there's a couple. Um, I'm a, can I give you two, or at least two chefs or two entities? 
Whatever you like. Yeah. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. I might. The low hanging fruit is Commander's Palace because when you go there, you're gonna you're gonna learn something, you know, okay. and you're gonna have you're gonna have a, a, a reputation, or you're gonna have that that in your repertoire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's always gonna help. Um, I've I've had the uh, um to have to work with Justin Devillier of La Petite Grocery. He's a James Beard award-winning chef, and he's about to open his third restaurant in the French Quarter called Justine. And uh, they're really good people. And I think that I would be able to like really vibe with them if I were to work in their restaurant. But the one that the one that I've tasted recently that is really like on another level that I really appreciate is Coquette. T O Q U E T T E. I've been to a few events and tried their. Oh my god, they are very innovative, and they're. It's like not. It doesn't like alienate you to try it. Like to, when you look at it, you're like not scared. It's like let me get in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So those, <laughs> I know it's a varied response, but those, that's what I can come up with right now. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, like I said, um, we've talked to you before. This, you know, you you said that you have. Uh, some stuff going on with a, a website, but it's not up yet. I mean, if you wanna you wanna plug your uh, your name and what you got, like I said, the floor is yours. Well, yeah, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm working on a website this this weekend actually, so the timing's a little off. But um, honestly, Instagram is where uh, is where you can find me. You know, with my I guess I'll have some shenanigans in my stories, and then if you want to see food that I've prepared or. Uh, certain food theme or Bravo themed uh, events, you, you might see pictures of me on there too. You know, but I'm I'm gonna get better, at, especially through this holiday season. I'm gonna put some content, and again, the, uh, it's Benny Poppins Nola on Instagram. That's the best social media thing I got going right now. I mean, I have a little bit of a Twitter, I have a little bit of a Facebook, but the Instagram is where it's at right now. All right, perfect. Like I, I said, I, I mean, I'll fill y'all in with when I feel confident with the website. I'll let y'all know. Awesome, absolutely let your audience know yeah. all right we appreciate it like i said we we got a, we we got a little bit of uh the taste back for when we were there and like i said love the city love the show every time i see you know your instagram post or when i'm when i was watching the show the stuff that you would make was awesome so like i said we really appreciate you coming on well let's go let's, go. let's, let's keep the report going because um you know how about if you see me on a second season feel free to, to reach out to me Definitely. And oh, absolutely. We'll do another interview. Yeah, I would love that. Well, we would love that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's, let's stay in touch then. <clears throat> you got sounds, it. Sounds good, man. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. Benny, thanks for coming on, buddy. All right. You have, you have a good night. Huh? Okay. Hello? Good day. Well, I'm not saying for tonight, I hope the Saints beat Dallas is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I say who that is. Hey, I'm, I'm, I picked the Saints oh. for my uh, football uh, league, so I'm with you on that one. All right. All right. Well, y'all have a good night. All right. All right we will too. We will talk to you later. All right. Well, thank you. Nope. Not a problem. All right. All right. All right, Benny. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, and uh, with one guest leaving, another guest joins. <laughs> yeah. One we would have rather had in person, but and one on the phone, but I guess we have to swap it for this. Yes. So uh, um, in person right now is for the... How many times is this now? Third time? Third, Third time, I think? Third or fourth? Third or fourth time. Yeah. Yeah. The newly married. Yes, married. So he took her name. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? 
we talked about that. <laughs> that, that. That didn't go that way. They both so. hyphen their name. Oh. <laughs> but hers comes first. <laughs> so how's the no man meeting going? <laughs> Very well. <laughs> so if you can't tell by the voice, uh, Jeff is here. Jeff's back. Yes. Hello, everyone. It's, but, uh, it's been some time. How's married life going so far? So far, so good. It's uh, Nothing's changed. So it's a good thing, I hope. So. And, and where is your wife tonight? Because you are here in Warwick. Where is your wife? Is she in Warwick? She is uh, out and about right Okay. Now. Not with you. Not with me. What a, what a great way to have you married. God, my wife prays for that situation every day. But I just keep coming home. <laughs> she wonders if today will be the day will she sing it again. And <laughs> every day I come home and I open the bedroom door and I'm like, oh, her shit's still here. She didn't move out yet. You want a beer? Yeah, why not? Um, I was midway through my uh, dinner, but I yeah, leave that's immediately. Fine. That's yeah. right. That's you. Hey, damn right, you leave. You drop what you're here. doing to come here. <laughs> um, just so you're aware, we, we this has been a very foodie episode, um, and there's one last story that that's kind of hurting me. It's kind of making me sad and a little worried. Um, I'm not sure if you're a fan of it, but I love avocados. Fuck avocados. You don't like avocados? I hate avocados. Why don't you like avocados? I don't know. I don't like them. They taste like chalk. I think they're delicious. No, I don't like it. I don't like them. They take it's. Uh, I think they're very think? versatile. I don't mind av- avocados, but if they layered on really thick on a salad, I can't. I can't stand it. I'll do a couple slices, but sometimes they they layer it on really, really thick. Yeah, I don't like it. See, I don't mind them because like I'm not like one of those uh, avocado and toast people, but like putting it on a, a burger. Put, I like it in a salad. I uh, we're talking like two avocados. We're talking three avocados. How, you, how much in a salad? Like a, if I slice an avocado in half, I will half an peel, avocado. Half an avocado. Half Ugh. an avocado. It's gross. But I, like I said, I, I don't even know if we uh, said why I'm so upset about the avocado. But there's a shortage. They said they're going to be going up in price. There's a shortage in them, and this this troubles me. What's causing the shortage? I guess the demand. The man, the, the man, the man. Oh, the, the man! I think you said the man. The man. We got D man for it. Oh, that man. Um. Oh, baby. Who <laughs> lead us to victory? Well, yeah, avocado is like the big. What is it? A fruit, vegetable, high in antioxidants. It, it's it's like the. Well, it has a seed, so would it be a? This is a, a fruit or a vegetable. Was. I, I don't know. Tell us on Twitter, yeah. Ring PC. I don't know. Would it be? A, would it? It's almost like a. Everyone's looking. You two look it up. How do you spell avocado? Up on a b o c. It is a fruit. It's yeah. a fruit. There you we think? go. I thought so it was so that that's, that might be like one of the few fruits I eat. I, I'm a vegetable guy. You I don't like oranges. Nope. Or like that. Nope. What's your What's your favorite vegetable then? Um, favorite vegetable would probably be broccoli. Broccoli. Broccoli, yeah. Or, broccoli, yeah, broccoli or cauliflower for me. Yeah. Peppers. Oh no, I don't like peppers. Love peppers. I only like pickled peppers. My grandmother made pickled peppers. Peter and they Piper. were perfect. <laughs> they were perfect pickled peppers. You know who's a big fan of peppers? My wife. Uh her too. Yeah, she. Big Papa. Really. Big Papa. He when I worked at, when I worked at when we all worked at shop, right? He used to come into the produce section 
in the produce cooler. The produce. And he used to cut him, cut himself up a pepper, or he'd have someone else cut up a pepper for him. Oh, I thought he would just eat it like an apple. Uh, I mean, maybe he did, and I never noticed. But yeah, he always uh, used to love coming and get peppers from us. See, I'm a, I like unusual vegetables. Like I said, I like, I like uh, broccoli. That's normal. But like lima beans, love lima beans. Brussels sprouts, huge fan. I like Brussels sprouts. I, lately, I've started like them yeah, again. They fried, are if they're fried up nice. That's Brussels yeah. sprouts are really good. Mm-hmm. Well, um, like I said, that those are those. That, that, those becoming very hard to get is going to be very hard for me because I do like guacamole. We can't get avocados. Tom's going to be very sad. What are you dipping your guacamole chips? My finger. Oh, Just boy. scoop it right out. That's no. fucking gross. Dude. No, I, yeah. I usually do. Uh, like I said, uh, pretzels. Really? The yeah. Avocados. Okay. You got the salt on it. Oh, the salt. The salt. Okay. I like that. And like I said, uh, usually I use scoops. The uh, Tostito scoops. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those. That's one of the top ten innovations uh, by a PepsiCo company, a Frito-Lay, the Tostitos Scoops. I love the Scoops. Yeah. yeah. But now with avocado, with the... Uh, you like the salsa? salsa? Love salsa. You like salsa or pico de gallo? What's the difference? Salsa, I think, is more, um, like, thick. Yeah. It's got, like, the... Like the it's the red, the red the salsa sauce. or the, yeah. the green pico de gallo. Is the green oh, I salsa. hate... No, I hate pico de gallo, then. I don't like... I don't pico like de gallo is the fresh... It's like just the tomatoes, onions, no. cilantro. No, I like salsa. And then you have salsa verde, which is green salsa. That's in don't Espanol. like that either. Is that, the, is that yes? Is pico de gallo green? No, or? pico de gallo is like salsa, but it's fresh. I guess you could say salsa verde is the green. Salsa. Green. I like that because of verde being green in Espanol. Ah, so that's where you get it. See, oh, but this is an dropping two episode, bombs. So. Oh, we we dropped oh, bombs earlier. Estas, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, like I said, do like my guacamole. Like my guacamole when I'm watching football. Gets us to our special time of the episode. Will we have football pick time? Will we have guacamole at the Super Bowl party? Will there be guacamole at the Super Bowl? Because we never had guacamole Super Bowl party ever. No, we did last year, I think, didn't we? Didn't your old lady make it? (laughs) She gave my mom the recipe. It's sitting on our thing. I gotta use it quick because there's not gonna be any avocados. It's been a long year, so I can't remember. I'm pretty sure she made it because that's my mom was at the party. Invite my mom to the Super Bowl because I'm a good son. And she had it there. It's a little party that you have. It's true. His house. (laughs) It's the party I throw at someone else's house. It is house. Because your mom gave her the bean dip or the bean recipe. Yeah, the bean salad. Yep. They were switching recipes. How about that? So, but. Should be getting in the football right now. All right, so. So. Let me read off uh, what's going on. So last week was uh, Tom's mom as the guest, and she went three and two. I also went three and two since I picked every single thing that she uh, did. About 500. It's yeah. admirable. And uh, Tom, you cocksucker, you went undefeated. Undefeated. Again. So that brings her <laughs> the guest. <coughs> Excuse me, moi. <coughs> Multi-language. <coughs> I'm, I'm just so <coughs> upset right now. The guests are now 32 and 28. I am 38 and 22. Oh. And uh, Tom, you are 42, 17 and one. That's a. Um, if I got the calculation correct, it's a 59 percent winning percentage. He would be a professional. He would be a professional gambler in Las Vegas. He's he's like a, a shark. There you go. Hear that, people? Is your calling? There we go. Uh, I officially hate football season this year. <laughs> 
I'm not winning this. My Giants suck, and uh, yeah, I haven't won any, any fucking money. Other than that, Joe, how's it going? Other than that, it's going well. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> we we definitely. I mean, we have done some gambling on here. You know, friendly wagers of beer. Friendly wagers. Yeah. Good thing we didn't do it week for week. <laughs> No. You'd be crushed. Yeah, you'd be crushed. I, I owe you 42 beers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since the guests are in well, uh, because, the... Well, you were perfect last week, too? Yeah, yep. he has been going... Per- he's been perfect... I think like three out of the last four weeks. I would say it was four out of the last five weeks. Been That's perfect. Right. <laughs> yeah. I and I've been throwing underdogs the in there. The guests so far have not been perfect. Really? I've been perfect once. You've been perfect for who fucking cares? <laughs> and the guests have guests have not been perfect. And I bet I bet all your I must have won last week on your picks. I did a five team parlay. Did you week. really? Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's winning, but Joe. <laughs> Just uh, fucking wonderful. Hey, you know I have faith in you this week, Joe. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Why don't you give us your picks? Okay. I'm picking the New York Jets to defeat Oof. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. Also, I'm t- taking the Chiefs over the Raiders, the Vikings over the hated Patriots, the Eagles, oh no, actually, the Chargers over, um, I don't really? know. Really? Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers over the Steelers. You summon a bitch. Uh, I believe they're the second best team in the AFC, the Chargers, and uh, Joey Bosa's back. And I will take the Eagles and over the Washington Redskins in a game I will not watch. Why not? <laughs> Just lack of interest. Oh, okay. I will bet on it, though. It, it, yeah. It, it, it's a shitty Monday night yeah. game. It's two teams going nowhere. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess I'll go. I am taking the... For the Monday night game, I'm taking the Redskins over the... Actually, you know what, Tom? Why don't you go? Yeah. No, one goes last. <laughs> No, no, I'll, right, I'll, I'll, change, I will go. I'll change you want... up this week. I want you to go first. I'm actually, right. I'm going to record you, and I'm going to copy so then, your picks. I'm going to copy your picks because then I'll drive to New yeah, Jersey. That's and not going to get you any ahead. It's just, you're just going to be yeah. running. Uh... I just want to get the picks in so when I'm in Jersey. So okay, we're good. I'm going to take the uh, Colts over the Jags. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take the Seahawks because this is a rivalry game. Um, the Seahawks over the Niners. The Steelers over the Bolts. I think that'll be a, a good, tough game. I'm going to go with the Eagles over the Skins. And for my wild card game, I'm going to go with the Falcons over the Ravens. I think a Falcon can eat a Raven. That's why I'm picking them. So we got Colts, Eagles, Steelers, Falcons, and what was the last one? Indy? Is that it? Ra- uh, Falcons over the Ravens. Falcons over the Ravens. Seahawks, okay. Sorry. Are you really betting his picks? He's a, he's a 60% winning percentage. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> hey, if there's money to be made, I'll, I'm taking a bet. All right, put me down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank God we look I so close to his here. picks over mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, here comes Joe, and then I'm going to be on the way to Jersey. He makes All bets. right. All right, so I'm going to pick uh, back to what I was saying over the Monday night game. Redskins over the Eagles. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh... Wait a minute, their quarterback got hurt, didn't they? <laughs> Alex Smith's out. He had a gruesome hit. He might, yeah, he might I forgot. I, he may never play again. I like to change my pick. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, and we, you know, we were supposed to talk about that last week, and we never got to it. No, we did not. 
It happened the same day as Joe same Theismann day. 33 years later. Exactly. Exact, yeah. exact same day yeah. and the exact same score, score of, of the game. 23-21, but Redskins won that game. Yes. As opposed to this time where they lost. Do you know who hit Joe Theismann? Trivia question for all you out there. I know who it was. There were two of them. Well, one was I know definitely one LT. Was yeah. Who was the other? Pepper Johnson? Mark Bavaro. Nope, you're both wrong. Harry Carson. Harry Carson. Was it Harry Carson? Was it? I mean, LT really hit him, but Harry Carson was, he, uh, he got, um, it's almost like the tackle you did where you kind of got the credit, but you really didn't tackle him. <laughs> hey, hey, you won me Mr. Defense, all right? Hey, yo. I'm still going to have a big problem with that. Um, but you know what? That's why I throw out Mark Bavaro. Always my f- second favorite giant of all time. Who's your first? Oh, you know. The Hostetler? That's right. All right. All right, so anyway, let's uh, redo what I just said. Eagles over Redskins, <laughs> Monday night game. Negative six. Okay. I'm going to pick the Steelers over the Chargers. Close game. Uh, Chiefs over the Raiders, because it's the Raiders. And it's the Chiefs. Look at that point spread. Really? <laughs> what is the point wow, spread? it's 15 and a half. Jesus Christ. For what? Kansas Chiefs. City. Chiefs over Raiders. Oh, they're going to easily clear that. 15 yeah. and a half. It's crazy. Um, They'll probably clear by like... What about for this next game? Rams against Lions. I'm picking the Rams. Uh, Rams, uh, negative 10. Really? Mm-hmm. Bucks are in Detroit? Uh, yeah, but... Yeah, they're in Detroit, but it's, they're going to so destroy you're gonna win, So you're not going to win shit on that game, then? Well, you're getting plus 100 odds, so... Oh, okay. Bet, you know, bet 10. You We're adding a little more depth to this football for this week. And uh, finally, Seahawks over the 49ers. Aye, aye. Boom. I kind of like that one. I think that's going to be a good game. Yeah, I. Um, they're, coming I off, they're coming off a big win too. Yep. They're also getting giving ten points. Really? <laughs> this is at least some big, big Interesting. Spreads. Interesting. The Jets are getting eight points. Not a lot of belief in the Jets this year. I think. Well, is is Darno playing? Maybe possible. Green Bay's giving fourteen to Arizona. This is great. This is some really? big spreads this week. Holy smokes! Yeah, again, not a nitty gritty now the last couple of weeks. So now it's yeah. like closest game is um, Chargers versus Chargers Steelers. Steelers. That's what I was gonna say. Was gonna say that's, that's the only good yeah, that's game only, that's happening. That's week. the only thing that's and it's <laughs> Sunday night game. So good luck for me at work on Monday. <laughs> uh, Ravens Falcons negative one. So that you got belief. Uh, What's Vegas? the over under with the Giants and the Bears game? Giants Bears we over under forty four and a half. Okay. <laughs> So, those are our football picks. Those are our football picks. Um, we'll see how we do. Yes. If anyone wants to uh, hear what I do, and then, you know what's going to happen? People are going to listen to the scores, go out and gamble on it, and they're going to lose their shirts. I'm going to go 0-5. You know what? Good. Now we're jinxing you. <laughs> I got to catch up. That's one hell of a record. <laughs> it is. He, he's doing pretty damn good. <clears throat> the guests, though, oofa. Yeah. I said we had some people that probably didn't know as much. Our I mean, wives. Yeah. Like I said, I it's hard. It's hard picking the winners, let alone the point spread. It is. Yeah. It is a little tough because last week I thought like all my games were shoe ins, and then all of a sudden I think I lost two. See, I like picking so, close three, games because three and two is a good. That's a, that's a still a good spread. Yeah, it's not as good as that five and zero. Oh. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> he's been on a tear. Yeah. And I, like I said, I like pl- picking close games. Maybe some underdogs here and there. Right. It makes it makes it a little more exciting. It does. Like I said, I think the Colts and Jags game is going to be very good, so that's why I went with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcons-Ravens, I think that's another evenly matched game. Right. So I got, I got kind of like two evenly matched games out of my thing. 
I went with the rivalry. Yes. So that's what that's where I go. Okay. I like to I like to keep it you know sizzling. Have that oh, bacon. You sizzle, baby. Have that bacon <laughs> flopping in the pan. <laughs> so you, you really don't have to work because you could just go to you could be a professional gambler at six at sixty percent you're good to go. Could you do that well? Fifty nine percent. Fifty nine percent. You're you're good to you're you're well you're with the professionals. But you see the thing is, and I will say this: sixty five percent. You're 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 a god. He is. See how we do it. We're not doing it by points. So like, even though he is five and zero, and I'm not taking anything away from you by mm-hmm. saying this, the point spreads might not be. Yeah, he wouldn't be five and zero with the points. Yeah, points, but he's still you still can bet him straight and and clean up. Could you do that? Okay, yeah. he's got he was five and zero last week. That's a five team parlay. You probably lay twenty to win two fifty. Really? Yeah. I'm actually for the season. I we I'm in a I'm in a league where we pick every game just like this. No yeah. point spread. Do you pick the same yeah. games as you pick here? Tom, just yeah. t- tell me your picks again. I'll tell you exactly if you bet. Tom's picks with twenty dollar bet. Uh, Colts. Colts. Yep. Seahawks. Seahawks. Yep. Steelers. Steelers go. Eagles. Eagles. Falcons. Pick a lot of birds this week. Sure did. <laughs> the bird is the word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for a twenty dollar bet, you get paid a buck twenty eight. So one hundred bucks. Yeah, there we go. I'm gonna quit my job. <laughs> but actually, for the year, I um, like I said, I'm in this in this one league, and um, there's maybe like fifty guys in it, and I'm third in the tied for second. Actually, okay. I have 120 wins. So I don't know how many games have been played this year, but I have 120 wins out of the season so far. So week 12, how many games have been in in all? Hmm. I had 120 wins. So Pretty fucking good. Yeah. Are you first? Tied for second. Oh. One guy's got one twenty four. He's what he's right fuck. up there. What a fucker. I've never had a week worse than I had two weeks in a row, week nine and ten, where I had two uh eight <coughs> wins. Other than that, I've pretty much had double digits every time. Nice. So that's oh. that's my uh that's my thing. Alright. Oh, and I made the playoffs in my big money fantasy football league. I uh, which I won last year. This guy whipped my ass last week in my in fantasy, our fantasy league. I'm so I'm trying, trying to get the playoffs. Oh, um, your playoffs haven't started yet. Start next week. And I'm, as of right now, I'm playing him, and I'm freaking nervous about it because yeah, yeah. he beat me twice this season. Me, me and Big Popper in the big money league, and we're dominating. Are you really? Yeah, we're we're in really good shape. Nice. Yeah, I got like I said, I'm doing I'm doing quite. I'm not well. any big money fantasy football. Yeah, this one. Are we talking like? Plus a plus a G, yeah, probably two and a half. Ooh. Jesus, really? Yeah. <clears throat> so, wow. I won last year, made good money on that. Really? Yeah. And mm. like I said, I. This isn't the one you always do, is it? Yeah, it's the one we used to do. <clears throat> oh, now you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years ago, you were bottom of the fucking barrel when I was there. <clears throat> Listen, is this the one with you with Big Papa? No, 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 no. He he's baseball for. Oh, he's baseball. Yeah. Okay. So how much are you throwing for football? For the league, I think it might be like two fifty. Oh, went up. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty expensive now. Yeah. Wow, because I remember it was like maybe like a hundred, I think, when I when I was with you. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Holy shit! I forget but, it. I was gonna say I'll join in with you, but 
Not that. <laughs> like I said, I got. As soon as I join, he'll probably start losing again. So <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, I always have. I always have a core three. Yeah. Last year it was Breeze, DeAndre, and um, Gurley. This year it's Cam Newton, Gurley, and DeAndre. So th- those Gurley's having a monster season. Yeah. So Roethlisberger and uh, Michael Thomas, or Michael Thomas and Saquon Barkley leading me in the Big Poppers League. So yeah. And the worst part is I had um, uh, McKinnon mm-hmm. from San Francisco was going to be the starting running back. Gets hurt before the season starts. Blue. All almost all of my money during the draft on him, and, <laughs> and Greg Olson who got hurt week one. Yeah, I was saying he got hurt all. But I picked up Burita and George Kittle who have come in very nicely yeah. to help to supplement wow. those losses. So Kittle's, like, Kittle's actually he's playing like third ranked. Uh, yeah, tight yeah. End in the league. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing well. I may. You. I may make another run at the title. Uh, good for you. So nice. But, well, all right. We let's. It's winding us down now. Yes. We'd uh, like to thank our special guest, you know, Benny Poppins. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, seriously, thank you, Benny, for joining us. Yes. Uh, very good interview. And, uh, Jeff, thanks for coming by in the uh, last minute. Yeah. Football. Hey, I just came here to get picks so I can make some money. So. <laughs> As you <laughs> said, everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to beat that out, right? <coughs> yeah, I'll, I'll bleep it. you got to bleep a few things you said. Right? Yeah. So, but again... <laughs> Like I said, thank you to Benny. Um, you know, hopefully we can have you on again. Hopefully yes. a second season of the uh, the show comes out. Can't wait to watch yep. that. And like he said, like he said, like you. good job. <laughs> like he said. Per se. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC. Instagram, Bull Ring PC. Follow Benny on Instagram, Benny Poppins, N-O-L-A, NOLA. So Benny Poppins, NOLA. Yes. And follow Jeff on uh, right to in, the right in, to Gamblers Anonymous on Atlantic City <laughs> into, into, into New Jersey. I'm on, on the FanDuel Sports app. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, from all of us here to uh, all of you out there, have a good night. Yes. Or a good. It'd be good morning, really. I guess it would be. You good can have morning. good whatever the fuck you want. Whatever time you listen to it, have a good something. Yeah. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.